and salutations, Simmers, and welcome to the Simmers Digest podcast, a Sims and Sims community-based podcast. I am Technobabble, your host on this audio exploration, guiding you through the vast and fantastically creative community that makes up the Sims, hoping to help you discover someone new, learn a little more about some of your favorite creators, and highlight all of the amazing people who make up our community. Get yourselves ready, Simmers. We have the full cast pumped and primed and ready to bring you an absolutely amazing episode this week. We start the show off with Basically Bex in the studio with Frankie Danny Sims. Then, Soli Sims inspires us all with the latest mood board. And, Star Shows is here this week to take a hard look at what may come with The Sims 4. Then we'll dive into another interview with Acura Sims from the gallery along with Soli Sims. P-Frog Sims, the OG Sims Challenge News Reporter, is back with new challenges to keep you in challenges and in-game all weekend long. We'll check out some amazing Sims 4 content on YouTube in our latest Simmer TV showcase. The Something Simless crew has an amazing and surprising bit of Sims 4 game lore for you to discover. And Lady Sweetheart puts the spotlight on another amazing Maxis Match CC build by Creator. Then... We'll dive into an amazing machine review with April Dark. We'll catch you up on all of the Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Replay news. And then we'll wrap up the episode with Hip Hip Renee, who has a fun building tip for you. Okay, there is far too much in this episode for me to keep prattling on. But guess what? You're all in luck, because this episode is starting right now. Soul Simmers, it's me, Bex, and today in the studio I have Frankie of Frankie Danny Sims on Twitter. I am so excited to share them with you and for all of us to get to know them together. So without further ado, please welcome Frankie to the studio today. Hi Simmers, I am Frankie Danny. I'm the Frankie part of it from Italy. And I am very happy to be featured in this podcast by Simmer Digest. Well, welcome Frankie and the little parakeet as well. All right. So the first question I always ask everybody is the easiest question I ask. And that is, how long have you been playing The Sims? I started playing The Sims from number one. It was really an innovative game, but I played it quite shortly. I remember that I made a family from Naples called Cupiello, which is a surname that comes from a famous theater masterpiece in Italy and uh, also the names were typical Ciro, Gennaro and so on. Gennaro the father died very soon, burnt by fire in the kitchen and the family was keeping crying and crying. They were desperate and miserable. Then I quit playing the game because I wasn't so intrigued and also because of the graphics that were not so appealing at that time. Then I played The Sims number two, and that was really fun. I made my Sims self, Frankie, and she married Brad Pitt. They had six children, as Frankie had it for life aspiration, and they had a really nice life. 
They almost had the tragedy. After a new pack installation, it was created a sort of time lag and my sim resulted going to work with the two twin babies left at home alone and I saw the social assistant walking to the house to come and bring away the twins. And then I said, now I go to building mode and remove the doors, but she came through the walls. And that was nearly tragedy because I had the previous save so the family didn't have to suffer such a loss. I remember very well this episode and I give it as example of how much our sims can get us involved in caring about their lives and how the sims can be a really emotional game. Then I skipped number three and now I'm back with Sims number four and I am a really huge fan of it. Thank you so much, Frankie, for sharing your history with The Sims. I love hearing all of the fun things that Simmers have done in the games over the years since the scope of Simmers is so broad. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. So on Twitter, you go by the name Frankie Danny, and I am wondering a little bit about that. Well, the nickname Frankie Danny was created from The Sims 2 when me and my friend Danny were playing at the PC. I am a huge video game lover, not only Sims 4 player. And Danny, who's the PC expert, wanted to deal with just an account for video games, as I'm terrible with technology. So it was Frankie Danny. Also, Danny loves The Sims, and she played it from The Sims 1 to number 4, and she played it also number 3. And she enjoys very much to play The Sims as life simulator, and so in that sense uh, she plays a lot more than me. But she doesn't create in cast or build, and she doesn't post in gallery, so in gallery is just Frankie. I love that. So Danny focuses on the actual game of The Sims and building a life with it. And you work on the cast and you create animals. I think that's really awesome. So I think I might already know the answer to this question. But of course, I'm going to ask it anyway. What is your favorite stuff pack for The Sims 4? My favorite pack is cats and dogs, as I enjoy very much to create animals. But I also enjoy to create humans or creatures. So also the packs that allow to create vampires, mermaids, spellcasters. I like those very much too. Yes, I knew you were going to say cats and dogs. It's such a good pack. And I love like the kind the gameplay it brings into it as well as the cast elements. And of course, like all of the supernatural creatures that you get to make are also really good additions to The Sims 4. So I have to say I agree with your choices 1000%. So what would you say your favorite aspect of The Sims 4 is? In The Sims 4, I like the most creating pets, cats, kittens, 
dogs, puppies and some other animals obtained by stretching the shapes with sliders and painting and to creating casts in general. Oh my gosh, I love the things that you can do with animals and casts. It is literally the there there is no end like you can do so much and create so many different kinds of animals and i think that is so fascinating i simply just make my own pets because i'm not very good at the pet part of cast but i love seeing what people can do what are some creations that you have made that you'd like to tell us about my favorite creations are pets but not cats or dogs from some real existing breed i like to create new breeds or other animals with fantasy and I am a huge fan of mice, hamsters and rodents and those are the ones I make the most. I have many mice with different looks. To give some idea about that I can name some of them like Snowy, a so white one, Danny Deer, Sharky with a shark blue look and little eyes. Sakura, a sweet, delicate, girlish one, inspired by Japan geishas, Robo Mouse, Panda Mouse, Dopey Mouse, inspired by Disney Dopey Dwarf, Remy from Ratatouille, and many others. I also make bats and vampire dogs like Bloody, Brutus, Trushex, and I also made a very cute pig called Peppa Dog, as adopt a pig and a Gollum Smeagol cat, Gizmo Gremlin kitten, a Funko Pop purple rabbit and recently I made a lioness and a delicate rose flower cat and kitten inspired by Mebderos rose also known as L with soft color blend of pink, white, yellow and brown and it's really lovely. I like it very much. But I must say that I love them all. Oh, that's awesome. I'm really thankful that you shared that with us because I was curious about what other types of animals that you will create in The Sims for. Um, I think that I'm kind of blown away just by your range between like making rodents and like a lioness. Like I feel like those are two very opposite sides of a spectrum so I'm really impressed by that so I thank you so much for sharing that with us um, I'm going to shift gears a little bit and ask what is one challenge that you recommend everybody try at least once in The Sims 4 I think that the most interesting ones are the shell challenges because they push very much a simmer's creativity trying to get something nice from a given fixed shape as creating an entire building takes a lot of time and I am the lazy builder. I just made one of those shell challenges and I must say I really enjoyed it. So I suggest to try one of those at least once in the Simmer's life. Anyway, speaking of a specific and existing challenge, I'd recommend the One Week, One Room, One Theme by Rosie Mao that I find very nice because it always gives some new input to express own creativity. So I quite regularly take part in it, having a lot of fun creating for that. But I got also to mention the cast challenges hosted by many simmers, like the Digilovely One QCC, for example. 
that are quite interesting and appealing also. So in gallery there's plenty to spice up every game experience, I think. I absolutely love a good shell challenge. I find myself participating in shell challenges more privately because I'm not super proud of myself in a lot of them, but I do participate in those so much. And I absolutely agree with you. They do push the bounds of creativity and they're really good for almost every simmer to do. So yes, a hundred thousand percent. Totally agree with you. What advice would you give to up and coming simmers? My advice is to enjoy the gameplay along with the making of new sims or builds, always creating some own original content with some own style and enjoy the gallery, always respecting the fair play and having kindness towards sims community members. Enjoy meeting people from all over the world, sharing a common passion for this beautiful game. I think you really hit the nail on the head when you talked about enjoying the passion for the game and meeting simmers from like all over the world. I think both of those things are truly deeply why I do this every single week. This is exactly, I want to say like the core of the Sims community. So the fact that you touched on that is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. So what is something that you wish you would have known when you started playing the Sims? Well, I may say that the first thing I needed was a cheat list, a must for the builders, for free movement, resizing, lifting objects, along with getting the bug items. And luckily, internet provides lots of web pages and magazines dedicated to the Sims. So when in need, there is plenty of infos, cheats, tutorials. I'm very grateful for the net support given to the players to help them learning the many aspects or even the secrets of the game. For example, I found very useful the cheat code to turn a normal sim into a vampire, spellcaster or mermaid, and conversely, or to obtain instantly a ghost member in a current household or to get grilled cheese, aspiration. So, cheats are useful also for casts. I must say that I usually make sure that my rooms or buildings can be placed without the move objects on, as I also care about non-cheat users and PS4 players in particular. On PS4, there is a choice to be done about using cheats, and using them results in losing the PS4, the Sims 4 trophies achievements. I made the choice and I got what I call trophy punishment. But on PC there's not such a thing and I appreciate it very much. Absolutely. There are so many things that are built into the game that unless you know to research it, you have no idea. And then you're watching a video or you see it happen, you're like, oh my gosh, like I've been playing this game for this long and I still didn't know about debug items. Like I completely agree with you. Those are all great things that I wish um, were more freely spoken about um, in games so that people knew about them more. All right. I always like to get to know new simmers. So is there one simmer that you want the world to know about? Well, The Sims is a beautiful game and the gallery is a nice occasion to meet new simmers 
and socialize, making new friends, sharing the same interest and passion. Also on socials like Twitter, the community is very active and supportive. So I met many interesting and warm simmers and there are lots of them that I could mention. But uh, as I got to choose just one, I'd say Brennacan. She's a very nice person and creator of the Murkland Challenge that is set in some kind of post-apocalyptic rough and murky wall for survivors living in barracks or poor locations set for what possible. And yes, it's uh, great fun to create some survivalist sims for that Murkland world. All right, friends, you heard it from Frankie that Brennican Sims is the place to be. Um, and you can find them on Twitter and then find their socials from there. Oh, my goodness, Frankie. I loved chatting with you. Thank you so much for joining me in the studio. Before I let you go, um, would you please let everybody know where they can connect with you? At the moment, I am active mostly on two socials, Twitter as Frankie Danny Sims and in the Sims 4 gallery as Frankie Danny. And you can have a look at some edited pictures also on Pinterest, always as Frankie Danny. Thanks to all the Simmer Digest staff, to my kind interviewer Bex, to all the Simmers, the listeners, cheers and happy Simming. All right, friends, now you know where to go and find Frankie Danny. Make sure you are giving them all of the love. Frankie works really hard on all of her creations, so make sure you give some follows and likes on the gallery. Once again, thank you so much, Frankie. I cannot wait to see more from you. Dag Dag Simmers. Simmers Digest presents a look into minimalism. Less is sometimes more. Check out the Simple Elegance mood board on Instagram this Tuesday or visit SimmersDigest.com and check out our entire Simspiration section to explore all the possibilities. Get your inspired moodlet. Go dust off your desktop hats, replace that gaming mouse with a magnifying glass and go brew a pot of English tea Watson because it's time to get our sleuth on detectives. It's Tasha's, the best sims detective in all of Stelzel Valley. I even put Sherlock to shame. And now I'm back with another mysterious leak. The Sims 4 devs accidentally leaked something that they haven't officially announced in the bunk bed livestream. A young budding detective on Twitter called Cohen found a few surprise additions, which looked like something new that the devs were working on behind the scenes. They spotted a new trait slot that was positioned adjacent to where Sims' aspirations are slotted. Now, I know there is a bonus trait attached to aspirations and that hasn't moved to a different place, 
that's still there, but there's now another one. So what could this new trait slot be? Let's dive into some theories and speculation. I personally think that this won't be another personality trait to the three we can choose for adults because of the position of this new trait slot. If the devs wanted us to have four personality traits, it would make sense to place the slot directly next to the other three and not next to an aspiration. Some have thought that this could be a secondary aspiration or an overall lifetime goal. I had to think about that and why that makes sense, I don't know. The Sims community addressed the fact that this new trait slot has also been given to kids and it's in the same place. Now, kids don't have lifetime aspirations, so a secondary life aspiration just wouldn't work. Personally, I think that they need to improve aspirations and the trait system overall for a secondary aspiration to add meaning or value to the game. Currently, some of the aspirations don't feel like aspirations at all, but just tutorials. In my opinion, adding a secondary aspiration won't help if it's going to be like the aspirations we already have and will just make things a little bit messy. Don't get me wrong, I'm not against having one. I just think the original trait and aspiration systems needs an overhaul and needs to be improved before they add another thing. Another theory, which I think might be the more realistic one, was a birth or hereditary trait assigned to Sims. I like this idea. I know this will just be a subtle addition and not groundbreaking, but it does make the Sims have a touch more depth, especially if you have legacies and generational gameplay. One exciting theory was zodiac signs. Now, this may not be for everyone, but it would be so cool if our sims were assigned a zodiac and exhibited the personality tropes and traits associated with it. The only major flaw with this is that it would conflict with the trait system and the ability for us to choose. For example, every zodiac sign has specific tropes. If you sign a sim with a certain sign, you wouldn't be able to choose any other trait that would conflict with that trope, and that's very limiting. It sounds like a lot of fun, but then I still want absolute freedom to mould my sims personality. There's something wild that I want to throw out there because I've been manifesting it for a while. We have one dietary preference in the game and that's vegetarian but the team made that into a personality trait and I have never understood that. Dietary preferences are not our personality and I hate using the trait vegetarian because it takes up one whole slot and then you're just limited with two. It should never have been designed as a personality trait in the first place. I still want to see dietary preferences such as vegan, sober, halal, kosher, etc. but somewhere else and not as a personality trait. It got me thinking if this new trait slot was a dietary preference Let's weigh that up for a second. It feels like it would be limiting because you can have different dietary preferences and not just be bound to one. It also seems weird for it to be attached to an aspiration or kid's main trait slot as it doesn't seem to fit the category or theme. The new trait slot might be something that I haven't suggested and maybe just another bonus aspiration trait or something anticlimactic or subtle. But whatever it is, I'm eager to know and I also love a good speculation. That's all for me detectives, keep sleeping and I'll be back.
As you all know, Simmer's Digest started with a single Simmer, myself, creating a digital magazine featuring all of our community's amazing content. We have since grown exponentially thanks to your amazing support. We now host a weekly podcast, weekly Simmer features, bring new chapters to our Let's Watch series each week, create YouTube content, host a Discord server, and so much more. We are growing faster than I can even believe it, and I want to thank you all for your amazing and continued support as we grow and create new ways to feature you and your amazing creativity. As we grow, we want to be able to offer even more to our fans, including more giveaways and new segments. In order to do this, you can help contribute by becoming a Simmer supporter on our Patreon page. Per your votes, we currently have multiple tiers set up that you can contribute to, knowing that if you can help, that every dollar raised will go back into supporting our awesome community with giveaways and continuing our growth. Please keep in mind that there are many ways you can contribute to the Simmer's Digest. Why, even just listening to this podcast helps support the work we do. But if you can, and you want to join us on Patreon, you can now do so. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Simmer's Digest and become a Simmer supporter at whatever level you can. Again, thank you for supporting us, whether it is listening to the podcast, liking our YouTube videos, leaving us comments, sharing the podcast on your socials, or just being a positive member of our simming community. We value you and your continued support and look forward to creating new ways to showcase and feature your amazing works. Sims, and welcome to From the Gallery, a segment on the podcast where we get to know more about amazing creators who fill the gallery with their stunningly creative and unique builds and sims. Today, I want to welcome Akiara Sims to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much happy for being coming. here. <laughs> I'm so happy to have <laughs> you here. Before we awesome. get into all the nitty-gritty of your Sims creations, can you just let us know a little bit about yourself to let our listeners get to know you a bit? You can tell us your origin ID and your favorite thing or things that you enjoy creating in The Sims. Yeah, uh, my origin ID is uh, Akiora, just A-K-I-O-R-A. Um, so easy, easy to find very similar to my uh, my Instagram name and everything. They're all very alike. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, I mostly like building. I love building stuff. That's probably the main thing I do in The Sims these days. I noticed, I noticed recently, though, that you, you did a, a cast. I turned Alani into Nohea, if yes, I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yes, yes. And you did very well with that. So I'm surprised that you don't delve oh, a little bit you. more into cast as well. Uh you know, I, I actually love Cass. It's just that I don't use a whole lot of CC. Mm -hmm. um, I like any at all. I prefer no CC. And I feel like like I, I just don't share a lot of the no CC Cass creations that much because I feel like people aren't so interested in them. <laughs> but, um, I love making them. I, I have a lot of fun with that. I've seen a few. Uh, maybe I should share them more often. Yeah. Yes, you definitely should because I've, I've seen some of your Cass creations and they're beautiful. They're really, really beautiful. Aww, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So here on the podcast, we love getting to know Simmers and making lasting connections. 
What are three things you'd like to share with our listeners about yourself? Oh, um, that's tough. Um, let's see. So my uh, my real name is Paige. I usually just go by like AK on the internet because it's shorter for Akiora, just kind of the username I use a lot. But I'm actually Paige. I'm happy to be go by Paige too. Reach out to me, talk to me. Um, but um, I'm also, let's see, I live in the US. I'm in the Boston area and I um, have a cat named Daisy who I love um, and a partner named Henry who I also love. Uh, so we're hanging out together in Boston during the pandemic times here. Um, it's been interesting. It has um, been. <laughs> uh, I'll get a lot closer right now. That's yeah. good. Um, but uh, third thing is probably like in my spare time when I'm not playing sim stuff, I play a lot of other games. <laughs> I play games too much probably. Um, but I also really like uh, painting and I've been getting into crocheting in recent years, trying to like make little crochet animals. It's like a lot of a lot of fun for me to do with my hands while I'm doing other things. Um, and I like, um, I actually do a lot of just like programming projects. I have a computer science background. Oh, wow. So I, um, so I delve into that every now and then. You've, um, I like very, making things, I guess. <laughs> yes, I was about to say this. You're so creative. You, you yeah. have, a, you, you dabble in a lot of different little things. And it was such a big jump from, um, doing Sims to doing programming. That is, that's I mean, true. Yeah, but it's it's so interesting, and that's the beauty of um, having the getting to know persons in our simian community because you never know what is behind the person and what they share on their social media. So this is very interesting to know about you. Oh, it's true. That is a very good point. It's <laughs> it's tough to go behind the curtain a little bit and see what's actually going on back there. That's so true. <laughs> yes. You have so many sure. wonderful uploads to the gallery. What is one of your creations that you're most proud of and why? Oh, that is hard. I, you know, I actually really love a lot of my older ones, but I kind of want to go back and redo them lately. I feel like I've gotten better as a builder over time and I feel like they deserve more love. But um, my current favorite is probably more recent. I, um, there's one, I, I think it's on the gallery is Kumatsu family compound. It's like built on the big 50 by 50 lot that's in like the, the snowscape area. Um, and yeah, it's huge, but I, uh, I, yeah, I just wanted to make a, like a snowy escape only build after they came out and it was right after platforms came out. So I went a little platform crazy. And I just made the entire lot like one giant platform with a bunch of like other small houses around it were, um, kind of doing, that funky platform thing mm -hmm. you can do where you can use the space under them yes so i have bathrooms like underneath the platforms oh, wow. and it's like it's actually kind of hard to like it's not my favorite lot to play in because it's everything's all, all over the place and it takes a long time for sims to go from one place to another but i just love the way it looks um i was really happy with how it came out so that's probably probably my favorite right now <laughs> so can you just share the name again because i would love oh, yeah. to be able to it's um it's called Kiyomatsu, which is A-I-Y-O-M-A-T-S-U, Family Compound. Okay, I'll be sure to go and check that out in depth and play around with it myself because it just oh, awesome. sounds so um, interesting the way that you've described it. So Cool, I'm, I'm excited for you to check it out, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Where do you draw your inspiration from? 
Honestly, it's um, probably mostly from gameplay. I I really like playing The Sims, and um, so I end up doing functional builds. Like, I really want to make sure what I'm doing not doesn't just like look good, but I it actually works for for gameplay too. Mm-hmm. Um, and f- for me, that's usually just because I it's fun for me to imagine myself being immersed in the space while I'm playing. Mm-hmm. So usually when I'm playing with my Sims, there's a point where I think like, okay, how cool would it be if this person had a room where they could just like you know, do X, whatever it is, like this, you know, this person needs um, a special, like, bar room on the side for some, you know, it's like off of their bedroom because they're, like, you know, secretly training to be a bartender or something. Who knows? But it usually comes from my my own Sims gameplay is where I get most of my inspiration. I just, like, want to make cool stuff for my Sims, want to make them happy. Um, But um, sometimes I, if I feel like I am not getting inspired by what I'm doing in my current games, I just... Um, I actually get a lot of inspiration from challenges too. Like I love seeing what other people are, are putting out there and trying to um, how people are trying to add constraints to gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I love constraints. <laughs> the more constraints, the better. Um, it just opens up so many more creative doors for things that you're not used to thinking about or that you wouldn't choose to build on your own normally. Um, so that's that's probably my favorite. Even with the way you showcase some of your builds, you have such a flair for it, I guess I should say, um, of the different and it just, it works for you. Every single time I look at one of your um, creations, well, mostly on Instagram and um, when I see it, I go, you know, how did you even think about doing it like this or, you know, putting the stuff together or even just the way you've been doing lately, um, the dollhouse with the semi-transparent top or half cut through top, through the roof. And it's just a brilliant take on that as well. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad glad you like those yeah it was i really like that kind of cutaway approach for the dollhouses i wasn't sure if it would work at first like i thought it might look weird but um i'm glad that people seem to like them because i like them a lot too yeah it's it's definitely super fun it's it's a different twist on something that we see so much of usually but the way you've done Mm. it you have definitely taken it up a a notch great to hear that (laughs) appreciate that (laughs) you're welcome so is there any particular style that you favor over another? And if so, what is it and why? I definitely like the more modern style, I would say, in general. I like visually speaking, I I really like kind of like that mix of like harsh industrial industrialism and organic materials. So like I, I really like mid-century modern style where people focus on bringing or the outdoors inside mm-hmm. um, and kind of mixing like green space and like wood and metal. I love that stuff. Um, and also just like brutalism in general, like just lots of concrete and like very, very harsh, like st- stark styles. Um, I just like I, that that really resonates with me. It always makes me feel things. It's like an emotional kind of architecture for me. So I actually making builds, try and push myself into like, what does it look like to make a home feel like lived in and cluttered and homey? But it doesn't come naturally to me. That's like, that's not where I go first when I start a build. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm trying to push myself around more. But. You definitely achieve it because I love everything that you do. Um, and each of your creations always have some has something that makes me go, wow. And <laughs> just, just the way that you, you put it together, it's it's really impressive. It's really, it's really a work of art. Oh, thank you. Is thank any you. of your amazing creations anywhere other than the gallery? 
And if so, where can we check them out? Yeah, I mostly um, I mostly post to Instagram. Um, I my handle there is Akira Sims. Um, I also have a I started a YouTube account recently, but there's very little content in there so far. I'm hoping to build it out more. I'm I'm trying to figure out um, how to build some stop motions because I really like how those look. Um, but I uh, I only have a couple in there. I haven't quite figured figured out how to make them really good yet. But if you're curious, check it out and give me, you know, give, give me some feedback because I, I would love will, to hear more. I did not know that you had a YouTube channel. So this is something else that I'm going to definitely look into. I'm actually quite excited at the um, prospect of going through and seeing the videos that you do have up. Um, so this is very exciting for <laughs> I'll me. I'll have to add some more. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, let me know what you think. I'm hoping to find some time to add more to that in the future because I'd, I'd love to get into that. It just is hard to find the time sometimes, you know? Yes, it, does. it is, but I'm just excited at the prospect of you doing it, honestly. <laughs> awesome. So is Thank the you. YouTube, YouTube name, is it the same as um, all your other social media? Yes, it's also Archeora Sims, just okay. like Instagram. I am so thankful for you taking time out of your day to meet with me. It has been so wonderful getting to know you better especially getting to know all those little things that I would have never guessed. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I really love being here. It's great to to talk with other people about The Sims. Um, And this podcast is great. I've been listening to it lately. Um, I love it. Um, I'm so happy that you decided to have me on. I'm glad you really appreciate it. it. I really, I really do. So to all listeners out there, be sure to give Akiara Sims a follow on the gallery and don't forget to drop a comment or two. If you would like to be featured here on the podcast, the website, on Twitter and Instagram, be sure to tag your gallery uploads with the hashtag Simmers Digest. From all of us here at Simmers Digest, I am Soli Sims and we cannot wait to see what you create. This is Challenge News with P-Frog Sims. Hello everyone, Katie here, aka P-Frog, and today I'm here on the Simmers Digest podcast with the latest and greatest Sims 4 challenges that you might not have heard of and that you can try for yourself. If you don't know me, I'm a Twitch streamer and a YouTuber who's kind of known for building weird stuff and generally being a bit of an oddball, so if you're into that, come and check out my stuff. Hello again, it is I, P-Frog here for once. So, here's what I've got for you this week. Saurus has got a new shell challenge for you. This is Box Challenge 11. And this is a group of rectangular and square shaped rooms that you need to combine together to make a build. I know there's a few challenges like this going around at the moment, but in case you weren't familiar with it, that's what this box challenge is. And the deadline is the 23rd of April. And you can find it on the gallery with hashtag box challenge 11. So that's one one at the end. And this is from Saurusness on Twitch or Saurus Sims on the gallery. And you might be more familiar with her as that Saurus previously. So in case you're wondering who this is, that's who it is. Tash Plays Games has got a challenge for you, which is due on the 12th of April. So a little bit less time for this one. 
And this shell challenge is a every room is one tile bigger shell challenge. So you might have seen a few people do this challenge where they have a one tile room and then you have a two tile room and you get bigger. Or sometimes they do a one by one, then a two by two. But this one is one tile, one by two, then an L-shaped three tile room, etc, etc, etc. So every room has one tile more than the last, but this is a shell challenge, so you don't have to figure out where those different rooms are going to go. And it's very interesting because the one tile is right in the middle. What are you going to use it for? Is it going to be a cupboard? I think you're going to use it as a cupboard. But anyway, uh, no CC and any pack except Journey to Batu. <laughs> That has become a recurring theme with these challenges. A lot of people do not have that back. I like it. It's all right. Don't necessarily agree with the ethos, but the stuff is cool. So, you know. Anyway, uh, this is from Tash Plays Games and it is due on the 12th of April and will be toured on Twitch. Sweet Jinx, aka Amber Jinx on Twitter, has got a new challenge for you. Now, this is a shell challenge, but it is to make a trailer home for Johnny Zest, so a new home for him on the same lot where he normally lives. And this is what she's got to say. Johnny needs a new trailer. Johnny is an aspiring comedian and needs a new mobile home. Rules don't touch the walls. Must use the slipshod mesquite, do not know how to say that, lot in Oasis Springs. Download my shelf for the gallery called Jinx Shell Challenge 5. You can change the foundation texture, rotate and or move the shell. Add interior walls, half walls, fences, add foundations, platforms, outside structures, but the outside structures cannot connect to the shell. You can use any packs, no CC, and upload to the gallery using hashtag JinxShell05, which is spelled G-I-N-X-S-H-E-L-L-05. And as always, these will be on the Simmers Digest website for you to find all the links there yourself. And this is actually a challenge I'm doing myself. Obviously, I hear about a lot of challenges doing this, and I rarely have time to do them. And I couldn't possibly do them all. But this is one that I'm actually doing. So if you do this challenge too, and you come to Sweet Jinx's stream, you might see mine there as well. And the deadline for this is the 10th of April. So a little bit sooner than the last one. I feel like the last one isn't actually that soon. But uh, anyway, 10th of April. Get her done. Just ignore me saying the other challenges were soon. I've checked the date. It's fine. This challenge is a little bit sooner, but still, you've got plenty of time, although it's a big one. And this is also a challenge that I'm doing. I just hope I finish this one in time, because I am not good at finishing things. Very good at starting things. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> this is Sim Michelle, aka Michelle Blue 14 on Twitter. And I think Michelle Blue on the gallery. Doesn't matter, use the hashtags, it's cool. Anyway, Michelle has got a challenge for you. To build a theatre. Let's put on a show, make a theatre or cinema. Submissions must be some sort of theatre, movie theatre, grand theatre, outdoor amphitheatre, dinner theatre, puppetry theatre, whatever inspires you. And yes, she did write puppetry theatre on there just for me. And I'm not even doing a puppet theatre. Would you believe it? Mention in the description what made-up show or play is happening at the moment. Any lot, any world, no budget or pack restrictions, no CC, any lot type. Upload using the hashtag SMChallenge27. And the tours are on Thursday the 8th of April at 9am Pacific time. And that is on Michelle's Twitch, which is forward slash sim underscore Michelle with one L. And I'm doing something weird with this challenge because of course I am. But uh, I'm using it as a sort of therapy to deal with the lack of theatre 
that I've had for the last year. For anybody who doesn't know, um, I run a theatre company. So being able to go to theatres and perform there is kind of important for like paying rent and eating food and stuff. So it's been a bit of struggle the last year. So um, so I'm kind of using this as a, a therapeutic exercise to express some of my displeasure with the current situation. <laughs> so look out for that one. And as always, if you need any of these challenges, they're on the Simmers Digest website. And I'll be back with you next time with more challenges, which I've already written down because I'm actually slightly organised this time. Woo! I say I'm slightly organised. I'm going to be sending this to Technobabble a day late. Sorry. Any hoozles, see you next time. Thanks for listening to my little segment. If you want to see me do the Super Sim Challenge and lots of build challenges, come over to Twitch and find me at twitch.tv forward slash pfrogsims. And if you're doing the 100 Baby Challenge, do check out my 100 Baby Challenge tips video on my YouTube channel, which is also called pfrogsims. And I'm called that on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and the gallery too. And that's P-E-A-F-R-O-G-S-I-M-S. And I'll chat to you next week. Bye! Silsul, and welcome to the Simmers Digest Simmer TV Showcase. The Simmer TV Showcase is a way for me to put the spotlight on your amazing creativity and showcase your work and get more Simmers connected to you and your channels. It's our 44th Simmer TV Showcase, and we have some great Simmers, LPs, builds, casts, and tutorials to show you all. Our LP this week is of an Eco Lifestyle LP by PhD Simmer. It features Kylie, Colby, and their three children. Their house was modified to look like the equivalent of a money pit, a house that desperately needs cleaning up and repairs as they go along. This makes the LP an interesting change to the well-designed LPs we typically see. It feels as though these characters are destined to recreate their home in the way that they want it to go along. If you'd like to see more of this series, consider subscribing to PhD Simmer for the rest of this LP, as well as other completed challenges, builds, cast creations, house makeovers, tutorials, and more. This week we feature a wonderful builder, Paul Pancake. He decided to make a brilliant speed build for us of a starter home for a family of five. This is a hard feat to complete, but he does it in style and executes it fabulously. It's a beautiful suburban home to grow your new sims in and definitely one worth a download if you plan to start out with a new large family. He does his best to make it the home not really feel like a starter home, which will make downloading this home worth it. Paul Pancake is an extremely talented builder, even with the tool mod. If you'd like to download from the gallery and support this builder, you can find Paul Pancake as Paul Pancake on the gallery as well as on YouTube. A newcomer to YouTube, we meet Billy Marie who is working on her sim, Nyla Barnes and Shay Cruz in The Sims. These are beautifully crafted sims and you can definitely tell she plans to play with these sims as well. She spends quite a lot of time designing their look and their appeal. Che needs more high-waisted outfits, whereas Nyla needs more athletic outfits. She also states that her designs and cast work are inspired by Nexel, another well-known simmer in the community. Billy Marie has been making speed builds, CC shopping sprees, and legacies. If you'd like to support another fantastic simmer, consider subscribing to Billy Marie for more content like this. Wanna have a nightmare? No one does, and that's especially the case for Ellie in Nightmares. 
Ellie does not know how to cope with the loss of her parents at such a young age. So her repressed memories play out in her mind, but while she's asleep. What's absolutely unique about this machinima is that a ton of it is rendered in Blender, or a program used to create custom animations or custom objects and environments. Plumbobs is a wonderful simmer and machinima creator, and their use of Blender for their nightmare machinima is both lovely and terrifying. Not only are these machinimas visually amazing, but so is the voiceover, which is completely in Simlish, but shows subtitles. Imagine watching a foreign film with subtitles. To support the talented simmer, consider subscribing or follow this fantastic YouTuber. Be sure to leave a comment and like on these simmers videos to show the love for their creations and download their gallery pieces to see firsthand what they have done with the world to inspire your very own creations. You can watch the full videos by these amazing simmers by clicking the links in the description down below or by visiting simmersdigest.com. There you will see a simmer TV tab at the top of the page. Click it and you will be able to find each Zimmer TV showcase episode archived with links to each video. Again, thank you for watching, liking, and subscribing to the Simmers Digest YouTube channel. Until the next video, so so and keep on simming. Hi, this is Becca and Laura from the Something Simlish team, back to share some more tips and tricks about Sims 4. Today we're discussing some Sims 4 lore and the history of the Get Famous Townies. Several of the townies introduced in Get Famous seem to be alternative timeline versions of townies from previous Sims games. A Sim named Dirk Dreamer originally appeared as a teen in Sims 2 who was living in Pleasantville and who dated Lilith Pleasant. In Sims 2, he had a fortune aspiration with hidden knowledge traits and his bio says that although life has been hard since losing his mother, he works hard to succeed in all aspects of his life. In Sims 4, he is a four-star celebrity with a good reputation and his traits seem to match fairly well to those from Sims 2, suggesting that he has grown up to achieve some of his goals. Dustin Brooke was also a Sim from Pleasant View in Sims 2. Similar to Dirk Dreamer, the original Dustin was a teen and dating Angela Pleasant, although he didn't have much in common with her. In Sims 2, he's a rebel with a job in the criminal career track, poor grades, and with fortune aspiration. He also has notably been in a fight with pre-made burglar Gordon King, further suggesting his ties to the criminal world. In Sims 4, Dustin is now a three-star celebrity with a bad reputation. He still has a fortune aspiration, but is also lazy, hot-headed, a geek, and business savvy. Molly Alto was originally seen in Sims 3 living in Sunset Valley. Her family is notably evil while she is good. In Sims 3, Holly has few painting skill points and in Sims 4, she is a painter, career and is a level 3 celebrity with a good reputation. In Sims 3, Holly looks very different from her parents, who both have darker complexions while Holly is blonde. The Sims 4 version may have been made to be more closely resemble the Sims 3 Alto family, but there is also a Sim named Holly Alto in the Sims 3 for Nintendo DS. This version lives in Beacon Bay where she is mayor. For more Sims 4 tips, tricks, and features, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and more at something underscore simlish. Everybody. This is Lady Sweetheart here with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. This week we shine the light on an incredible CC creator called Illogical Simmer, 
Illogical Simmer is a very talented creator who makes some of the absolute best Maxis Match Built By CC around. They make a variety of original Build By collections, some of which are base game compatible and some of which are based around specific Sims 4 packs. This creator has even made their own save file, which I personally have not had a chance to check out, but I'm looking forward to doing so. One of my favorite collections by Illogical Simmer is their Simkia Furnishing Stuff Pack, which comes with some living room pieces that allow you to create your own sectional, something which I frequently incorporate into my builds. The furniture and other pieces Illogical Simmer creates are always so well done and versatile, it has literally gotten to the point where I just automatically download whatever CC they create because I just know their pieces will happily find their way into my game. One of the things I love most about their CC is a lot of their pieces, in my opinion, are must-have styles that are otherwise missing in the game. So if you're looking to add some beautiful must-have Maxis Match Build by CC to your game, look no further than the amazingly talented Illogical Simmer. This has been Lady Sweetheart with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. This week's The Sims Mobile News segment has been brought to you by The Sims Nation. Find your tribe with us. Hey Super Simmer, yes you, we get it. Playing The Sims in all its forms on PC, console, and mobile. It is ridiculously fun. However, playing all on your own can get a little lonely. After all, your Sims are gorgeous, your house flawless, and your shenanigans side-splitting. All of that awesomeness deserves to be shared. Find your simming tribe at The Sims Nation. We're a Facebook group fueled by crazy fun contests, sim stories, and dedicated simmers. If you love wild storytelling, killer contests for cash and clout, or just want to rub elbows with players who love The Sims as much as you do, join our Facebook and Discord group today. Can't wait to see you there, you superstar you. Mashima segment in Simmer's Digest podcast. I am Epi Dark, a Mashima creator on the YouTube platform. Today there is Sushi Cat with me, the creator of a Mashima series called Summer Days. I asked her to tell us a little about herself and her content she publishes on her YouTube channel, focusing on the series I am highlighting today. So now let's listen to Sushi Cat's fragment. Hi there, my name is Sushi Cat, or also known as Sushi Cat series. You may know me for my Sims 4 animations, but I am also the director of the Sims 4 VO series Summer Days. 
Summer Days is about a 14, turning 15-year-old girl by the name of Veronica Johnson who gets dragged to a town known as Brookfield for the summer holidays and it's there that she meets two other teenagers where they go on little mini-adventures to kind of reveal the mysteries behind the town. This is sort of a spin-off to a main series I was planning on making but uh, as in terms of genre it's kind of all over the place. But the main theme is essentially about a coming of age slash growing up kind of story where Veronica, who's about to go into high school, wants to experience being childish and irresponsible for as long as possible while she's in the town before she has to kind of, you know, grow up, go into high school, be more responsible and be more mature. But rather than doing it in like sort of like a dramatic or sad way or like a <sighs> this is my life kind of way. I wanted to do it. I wanted to tackle it actually through a very comedic way, which is why parody was, is definitely one of the genres I'm very set on. Um, so through the series is like super serious kind of uh, events that happen, but I've made it in a way where I've just flipped it around and made it very comedic. Um, you know, it's just to make it a bit more entertaining, a bit more, you know, lighthearted because the show is just all about having fun, which is kind of what Veronica is doing. It's just, she's just having fun and kind of just ignoring all the bad things that happen despite finding herself in bad situations. So if you're interested in having fun, not taking things too seriously, just chilling on your sofa, having maybe like a swig of beer and maybe like a packet of chips, you know, feel free to check the show out. You know, you may be entertained by it. You may not. Feel free to leave a comment and yeah, I think that's all I have to say for this. Thank you so much Sushikat for taking part in today's Mashima segment. You already know what the series is about, so I will give you my opinion about it. Of course, I encourage you to check out the series yourself so you could form your own thoughts about it. So, to start with, we've only seen one episode of the show, but I've already managed to come to like some of its characters. I think that this is because the whole atmosphere of the show is really cheerful and those characters seem to be so childish. But not in the wrong way, they are young and still quite naive and innocent at the same time which causes them to experience lots of funny miscalculations. I think that for now I like Vanessa the most. She's super sweet and super super confident. I just can't wait to see future events she'll be a part of. What I can say about the visual side of the series is that it looks very cute. The colors give me cozy vibes. I'm not sure how to describe it, but you know, it's just pleasing for the eye. Another thing I'd like to mention is that the voice actors here did an amazing job. The voices are well fitted to each character. I would be really grateful if you could check out this video and give the creator some love. Maybe even write a short comment. When I am writing it, I see only 4 comments under this video. Like for the person creating their Mashima one year, that must be quite unmotivating. I can only imagine. So you know what to do. Check out the YouTube channel Sushikat Series. That's all if it comes to my segment. Thank you so much for listening to it and I hope that you will enjoy the rest of our podcast. Bye!
I'm Soli Sims. And I'm Technobabble. And this is your Simmers Digest News Brief. There has been a marked lull in news regarding the three most current Sims fairs this week as Sims 3 Play, Sims Mobile and Sims 4 all quietly ran current events and packs without hiccups. Sims Free Play continued its New York Loft events, Sims Mobile continued its gamut of rerun events, and Sims 4 players began speculating about Sims 5 all while criticizing the new bunk bed update. Sims Free Play continued their New York Loft inspired update with Simchess Bathroom and Breakfast Bedlam, which began March 31st. This event encourages the player to complete a gamut of tasks, some requiring up to 9 Sims within a time limit in order to win prizes. Successfully beat the rival sim and the player will win beautiful but simple decor such as oak wood counters, caged lights, slick washer units, vanity sinks with exposed pipes and more. Additionally, players get to earn men's clothing, a long jacket, distressed jeans, shoes and a short hairstyle with frosted tips. Finishing the whole event rewards players with female clothing items a cropped jacket, leopard print leggings, and a long braided hairstyle. Players look forward to the lofty lifestyle title event, which gives players the opportunity to earn understated, lightly industrial items fit for any New York apartment. Check the Simmons Digest website for detailed pictures and walkthroughs of the events. And now pass you on to Techno for the Sims Mobile and Sims 4 News. Thank you, Soli. Sims Mobile players wrapped up the Dessert for Two event this week, which re-offered the stunning marble bathtub, the outdoor movie screen, gorgeous trees hung with clear, glowing lanterns, romantic lighting, and much more. Mobile also re-ran Anniversary Packs, a series of four packs containing wall art, large landscaping flora, and in-game currency. If players purchase all four packs, they earn the Maudry, the Sim-Eating Plant, free play players will readily recognize for free. Mobile players can look forward to the rerun of the Wash and Fold event, which will begin April 5th. This event offers a washing machine as a grand prize alongside similarly adorable pastel accessories fit for any laundry room, such as shelving, a clothing line, detergent bottles, and laundry day lounge clothing like hoodies and sweatpants. Sim Mobile players should also be on the lookout for the next update, which promises to be a larger, more game-changing one at that. All is mostly quiet on The Sims 4 front as players continue to explore and criticize the most recent bunk bed update. While the bunk beds are customizable, there are a few variations in bunk bed swatches, with one of the few variations rewarding players with an uncomfortable moodlet. While players speculate that Sims 5 will be revealed in June's EA Play event, others whisper that Sims 4 isn't done yet, and there may be several more game packs and expansion packs, and possibly kits, in the near future. Stay tuned for more updates right here with Simmer's Digest. That's all for now, but stay safe, grab some fresh spring air, and as always, happy simming. For more details and a closer look at many of the screenshots mentioned in today's news brief, be sure to take a look at SimmersDigest.com. Our team is working around the clock to keep you updated on all things Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Freeplay, along with highlighting many members of our community. (laughs) 
Did you know that with nothing placed underneath a loft bed, your Sim children can just walk right underneath? Now you can build a special hideaway play area just for the kiddos in your house. For more tips like this, visit my Building 101 series on YouTube or my Quick Build Tip series on TikTok by searching for Hip Hip Renee. Okay. Okay. fantastic to a close, but alas, here we are, at the end of our episode. But you may not have known this. Right after the show, we have some great recommendations for you. So perhaps you may listen all the way through the end and be rewarded with a new Discord to check out, or another Sims-based podcast, plus a lot more. And as you all know, the Digest is always growing and looking to explore new avenues to increase our engagement and connections with you. It's our commitment to always keep you up to date, so we will continue to keep everything you may want to know about the Simmers Digest over at SimmersDigest.com. There you will find all of the links to our socials, blog posts, Simmer features, gallery walks, and so much more. Our Simmers Digest community is growing each week, and I cannot thank you all enough for your continued support and encouragement. I could not make this show happen without an amazing and ever-growing crew. You can connect with them by checking out the About tab on our website today. And of course, I would like to thank them right here. Thank you Hip Hip Renee, Silken Sims, Star Shuz, P-Frog Sims, It's Physics Jim, Soli Sims, Retha Sims, Lady Sweetheart, Alarin, Basically Bex, Miss Fina, Nerdgasm, April Dark, Yellow Plumbub, and the entire Something Simlish team for your continued support and brilliant creativity you bring to the show each week. And for all the energy you put forth to help support our amazing community and all of its members. I would also like to thank the moderators, managers, docents, and members of the Sims Nation on Discord. All week long, they keep the conversation lively, send in fantastic new videos, builds, Sims, and more to feature both here and in the digital pages of the Simmers Digest magazine. I adore spending hours each day connecting with Simmers and collaborating there, as well as with the brilliant members of the Plum Bob Academy and the Sim Streamers and YouTubers group on Facebook. And lastly, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want more Simmer-related content, look no further than the Simmer's Digest magazine from our Flipboard magazine. Just a few flips and you may discover someone new. An imaginative build idea, great YouTube channels, and so much more. Please consider following us on Twitter, checking out our website, SimmersDigest.com, connecting with us on Instagram, or even on TikTok, and perhaps even favoriting our page on Facebook. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider subscribing inside of your favorite podcasting app. Or if you're listening here on Anchor, you can favorite the station. Remember, each week you can contribute to the podcast by just being a positive and active member in our community. Of course, I would love for you to connect with me on a daily basis in the Sims Nation group on Discord, which you can find an invite link to on my Twitter page. Speaking of Twitter, please send me tweets or tag me in your posts at Simmers Digest, spelled S-I-M-M-E-R-S-D-I-G-E-S-T. If you would like to be featured here on the podcast, have a great gallery pick for me to check out or fun series on your channel for me to see. If you have any feedback for the show, please feel free to send me an email at contactsimmersdigest at gmail.com. I'm always looking to improve and add quality to the show and want to highlight as many simmers as I can each and every week. 
You are all amazingly creative, talented individuals who make being part of this community something special. Until next time, dag dag and keep on simming. absolutely adored The Sims and podcasts. They also know that I have been looking for enjoyable Sims-based podcasts to listen to for some time and had quite a hard time finding anything new and current. Lucky for this Simmer, I recently came across a gem while continuing my search. The fantastically brilliant podcast named Under the Plumbob is delightfully entertaining with new content every week. The team of hosts have an absolute blast stepping away from reality to share their thoughts about The Sims, related news, favorites, and so much more. If you are looking to expand your audio enjoyment of The Sims, then do yourself a favor and go check out Under the Plumbob today, found on just about every podcasting app. The Plum Bob Academy is a Discord server dedicated to supporting, educating, and promoting Sims content creators. Whether you're a YouTuber, streamer, blogger, or podcaster, this community has tutorials, help groups, and informed staff to help you learn more about how to use your chosen platform, grow your audience, and just support you on your journey. The world of content creation can be hard and lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Find others who share your passion, have been on this journey so know your pains and how to help you. Join the Discord server, the Plum Bob Academy, today. Can't find the server? Follow us on Twitter and get the link, meet new people, find great content, or have your content retweeted. The Plum Bob Academy is here to help support you on your creative path. So come join this amazing group of creators today. I hope to see you on the server.